Well, welcome. Thank you so much for watching this or thank you for listening. I am so glad that you're a part of this conversation today. Uh, the Child Discipleship Forum, the 2022 Child Discipleship Forum is only a few days away. I can't believe it. And I want to make sure that you guys who are going to be there or if you're still considering coming, joining us online, you can you can save your seat at childdiscipleshipforum.com. But I want to just really practically have a brief conversation about what to expect from the CDF. So to help us do that, I am joined by Matt Markins, President and CEO at Awana, and Sam Luce, who is Pastors of Global Ministries at Redeemer Church. Uh, so Sam and Matt, welcome. Thank you for being a part of this. Thanks so much. Thanks, Thanks Ross. So Matt, I want to start with you with the broadest question I may have ever asked you, which is <laughs> what can people expect from the Child Discipleship Forum? First and foremost, a place to belong. Like it is an exciting community to be a part of, uh, where where you know you're you're sitting alongside of and you're mingling, getting to know people who are passionate about reaching and discipling children. Mm -hmm. This is a vibrant community. I, I met someone this week who said uh, the child discipleship forum is a plus. It's an and. It's not an or, meaning there's other children's ministry kind of communities and gatherings uh, that you need to go be a part of. But this is different. St still keep going to those because you, you need those. But the Child Discipleship Forum is its own unique, distinct thing. It's just it's just very different. We've sculpted it uh, for this purpose. And so the first and, first and foremost, Ross, it's a place to belong. It's a place to gather with people who are concerned about the same uh, things that you're concerned about. But maybe more specifically, uh, it's about counterformation, right? The world is forming our kids so rapidly at younger ages. We're all concerned about this. You cannot turn on the media or pull up a, a news app and see, without seeing about some parent school board where parents are all up in arms about things that are concerning them. Like kids are being rapidly formed. So counterformation is the answer. And by the way, counterformation, there's a term for that. It's called child discipleship. You want to form them in a way that's counter to this culture. That's And by the way, this pushback, this pushing back against the dominant culture, it's not anger. It's not malice. It, we're actually pushing back with love, with the light of Christ. We're right. pushing back with kindness and goodness and faithfulness. This is what the gospel does. It puts the love of Jesus in people that says, Man, I want to form other people in the same way. That's a powerful tool, but that tool or that weapon is not anger and malice and strife like we're seeing around us. It's much more powerful than that, and it's love. That's what child discipleship does. I love that. Sam, I the very cynical question I could ask you is why are you coming back? You were a faculty member at the last year's child discipleship forum. You yeah. are also a faculty member at this year's child discipleship forum. You are also someone who is going to those other conferences that Matt's right. referring to. You are a part of lots of experiences for the children's ministry community at large. What is the value for you for the forum? How is, as Matt said, the forum different? Yeah, totally. I mean, I'm practically, I'm coming back because Matt invited me again. So nice. <laughs> that, uh, but, but personally, the reason why I'm coming back is I'm actually bringing my, uh, my, some of my youth pastors with me uh, because um, I did see it. I agree with Matt. I saw it as, as something different uh, as, as a, as a conversation um, that needs to be had in uh, the kids ministry, youth ministry world around the idea of, of, of 
what is the most important thing? And, and to me, the most important thing is not just not just recruiting volunteers, as valuable as that is. And like Matt said, you know, you can find that at other conferences, but but it's it's how do we have conversations with uh, our kids, with our parents, in such a way that we that we are concerned about who they're becoming, mm. right? Uh, who they're becoming. We we are very concerned with 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 our kids and their their passion for Christ and. And th that's touched on in other in other contexts, but but what I found so compelling about the CDF last year was just hearing person after person sharing this desire and this drive to how can we be more intentional? How can we be more uh, uh, immersive in terms of our techniques to reach kids uh, and to help parents to disciple their own kids? And so for me, that's that's why I'm bringing it. You know, some of the people that are going to be speaking, I. I've read their books. I, I respect them greatly, and I think they're they're. I'm excited to come and just hear from them, and for my team to hear from them because we have we. You know, Matt talks about old maps. You know, he's talked about that several times, and I think it's such a great analogy because the reality is is that the world that we're living in, we have to be equipped to talk about difficult issues, with 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 uh, with grace, with kindness, but with truth and with conviction. And I think that uh, all of those have to be working together in order for us to help our kids be formed into the image of Christ in such a way that they are an influence in the world, that they uh, are those who go out into the world and, and show the people that they come in contact with what the love of God has done for them and how the gospel transforms us fundamentally from the inside out. And I think that's the difference is a lot of times we we have these conversations in kids ministry and youth ministry about this how to change from the outside in you know mm -hmm. it's it's don't do this say these things don't do these things listen to this and here's different here's like you know like when i was a youth pastor when i first started there was like a if you if your kids like acdc here's a christian band you know what i'm saying it was like it was like these oh this wow out, this external thing you know what i mean uh that was, was so external but what really transforms people is the work of the holy spirit at work from the inside out changing their desires reforming their loves and making them more like christ man there's a lot of questions i want to ask about that but instead <laughs> you know matt i or excuse me sam i think it's so great that you're bringing part of your team that's a really yeah. common feedback we got a lot of people said last year oh this wasn't what i expected it to be i want to yeah, bring absolutely. my team this year and a lot of you were doing that we're really grateful I think it's critical because I don't want this to feel like something that's a conference only for people who have church email addresses, right? Mm -hmm. That the small group leader, the per, the loving, caring adult that's committed to a ministry, that there yeah. is space for them here. Yeah, absolutely. What do you hope your team gets out of that? Because you're obviously making an investment in your ministry by bringing them to this experience. Yeah, my my hope again, like I said, Ross, is I hope that they uh, that they that they connect with the message that so many of these people, these authors that I've read, these people that um, I've talked to and, and and friends with, right? They have a passion that I want my youth pastors to have. It's not just to not just to to create this this program by which kids are excited to attend, but that that kids are. Are, are form are, are formed in the image of Christ and that comes from that comes from us learning uh, from these incredibly intelligent people that have lots to say but it also comes from the work of the spirit it comes from talking to people around us at, at the tables that we're a part of it comes from um, us us having conversations about things that I think that you don't typically hear about like at a kids at a kids ministry uh, events like I I think that was one of the big things for me again was like that that people were saying things and talking about things 
that I didn't typically hear about in a lot of kids ministry uh, conferences. And I think that's a good thing because uh, the, what, the people to whom God has called us um, are going to require from us uh, to, be, to be equipped in such a way that we can have these nuanced conversations about difficult subjects of, of gender, of sexuality, of identity, of all these things that are so radically forming our kids that we have to say, here's, here's who you are. You are not your own. You belong to God. Like in that understanding of that, of that identity, saying this is what your identity is, will totally, totally radically transform who our kids are and who they become. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Are we shaping kids with lasting faith? Let's invest in building resilient disciples today through the Awana Resilient Child Discipleship Training. At these one-day events hosted from October to March in Nashville, Atlanta, Los Angeles, Chicago, Dallas, Tampa, and online, you'll gather with fellow ministry leaders to learn how to create engaging experiences kids will not want to miss, three easy steps to effective child discipleship, and how not to lose our kids to today's culture. Through five sessions, you'll be introduced to resilient child discipleship and the 3B discipleship formation pathway. You and your leaders will gain a strategy to create a child discipleship culture in your local church, practices to implement in your ministry, at church, and at home, and insights from the new research book from the Barna Group and Awana, Children's Ministry and a New Reality, the largest child discipleship study done in over 20 years. One day of training can help change the trajectory of your discipleship and form generations of Christ followers. Invest in your team, invest in your kids, invest in the future of your church today. Secure your seat at events.awana.org. Matt, one of the most other common pieces of feedback we received was, man, I wish my senior pastor was there. And you've had countless conversations long before the child discipleship forum was a thing with those who are involved in children's ministry and how to perceive, how to bridge a perceived or a very real gap between what the ministry that happens with kids every day, the discipleship that happens with kids every day and the work of senior leadership at a church. I'm curious what you have found senior leaders response to be to the child discipleship forum or the resilient child discipleship uh, message and how folks who are trying to have that conversation with senior pastors, how they should approach making sure their senior pastor is a part of the experience. Yeah. Ross, you know what I can't stand is diagnosis with no solution. Like I (laughs) hate, you know, I, I hate that idea of like, hey, I've gone to a conference or an event. I hear all this diagnosis and analysis, and then you walk away, and go, okay, well, great. We know what the problem is. What are we going to do about that, right? right? So, so I think what the old maps, new map has done for us, it gives us a framework to see, okay, here's where we are. We're here's we're kind of living in the world of we're in this old map. There's this new map, which by the way has a direct link to an ancient map. So, how, how do we move from this map? to this map. One thing that is going to happen at the CDF is you're going to walk away with practical tools to, to be yeah. able to, to transport from this map to this map. And let me let me give you three examples. Uh, research, job description, and equip your senior pastor. Those are the three. The first one is research. Like Catherine's going to be speaking 
on research that by the way, well, I'm not even talking about the Barner research we, we just did. I'm talking about there's another new research project we're just wrapping up right now where we're trying to evaluate how do we spend our time as children's ministry leaders? Well, why is that important? You might think that sounds like a very boring research project. Well, it's exciting <laughs> because if we're going to move from this world to this world, we need to identify like, hey, if you're asking, if I, if I need to be doing different things in the future, what am I going to let go of now? Or what am I going to do differently? So this research is actually going to be very, very, <laughs> very, very vulnerable for all of us to say, okay, how do we spend our time? We say these things are important, but we actually spend our time doing these things. Oh my goodness. What are we going to do about that? Right? So mm-hmm. that's the first, this research product, that's what's going to identify. The second thing uh, is job description. Sam's got this really cool talk he's developed on, hey, what is the job description of the kids pastor of the future? What's the children's ministry leader of the future? What are we doing? How are we spending our time? What are we going to practically do? And by the way, we're giving that job description away. Everyone who attends the CDF is going to get that email directly to their inbox, right? So we can have like a framework of understanding this is who I need to become and what I need to be doing in the future. And thirdly, to your questioning directly, Ross, we're giving you a whole suite of resources to equip and inspire your senior pastor. Our team is, is flying a film crew to Boca Raton, Florida, to Texas, and to Chicago, Illinois, to capture three different pastors in their own local environment. And by the way, these are three pastors who already champion child discipleship, who have already cultivated, who have a longstanding ministry of doing this well, so that your pastor can, number one, be inspired but also so your pastor can get equipped on like, okay, if I'm going to, if I believe that child discipleship is super important and I need to cultivate this in my church, give me a model to follow. These three pastors are giving you three examples of how to do this. And by, and also Ross, one thing we're doing is it's not just a, you know, a story. It's a beautiful story. Our, our mm-hmm. artists who are going to capture their stories are telling the story in a way that's inspiring, beautiful, and compelling. So I think the CDF is different in that you're not just walking away with a diagnosis, you're walking away with beautiful, illustrated solutions to inspire you and to equip you as you move forward. Love that. Sam, I saw a lot of aggressive head nodding there. You know, you are someone who's operated in uh, local small group kind of ministry leadership to senior leadership within a church structure. I imagine whatever your title is, you would have wanted to have been a part of CDF um, no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, again, I think it's, I think that the, the stuff, the, those practical tools that Matt's talking about, you know, are so important because they're, they're, they're things that, that, that have tangible outcomes from them. Like it'll, it'll shift and transform our focus away from the things that can sometimes distract us from the most important thing. You know, and I and I think that this is this is what's so important is that when you walk away, sometimes oftentimes you go to a conference and you hear you get a notebook full of things, and a lot of times you walk away and, and you feel refreshed, which is important. But again, I think I think the hope is for me and for my team and for I think I, what I hear from Matt saying for everyone who attends is that you don't just have a, a notebook full of things or a he, your head full of things that you walk away with some tangible uh, resources that help you refocus around the things that matter most. And the challenge your assumptions on what does matter most, because uh, I think that's that's super important for us as well. So we say this is the most important thing to me. But if I'm spending my time over here, then that really is more important to me than the thing I'm actually, you know, what you spend your mm-hmm. time on, where you spend your money, your time, your resources, your effort, your energy. That's what really, that's what really matters to you. 
in your ministry. And so I think for, for my, for my youth pastors, like that are going to be coming, I hope that they take from this is this, that our effort needs to be laser focused on helping our kids see their need for, for the gospel, apply the gospel to their lives and, and allow it to transform every, everything about what they do and what they hold value, what they hold dear to them. Well said. Child Discipleship Podcast is powered by Awana. Thanks to the donations of generous folks like you, Awana partners with 62,000 churches in 130 countries to make resilient disciples. When you give to Awana, you are investing in lasting faith, young people who will engage the culture with the gospel and fearlessly lead the church into the future. To make a donation to this mission, go to awana.org donate. Subscribe to the podcast today so you never miss an episode and check out the show notes of today's episode for relevant links from this conversation, as well as information about other podcasts from Awana. The podcast is mixed, edited, and produced by Marlon Washington and hosted by me, Ross Cochran. Our theme song is Fresh Air by Christian hip-hop artist Josiah Williams and Hits by Jude. You also heard All Let Go, provided by Josiah Williams from his album Rerouting 2. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.